Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2023. I'm your host, Stephen Jr., and today we pulled Wedding Day. Ever since Jack and I split up, I've been making up for lost time. But I still wear my wedding ring, as if to say, I'm good enough to belong to someone. You'd be surprised how many men are pleased to land a married woman. I actually would not be surprised, because men are trash. Hello! I include that little clip here at the beginning because it's from a movie I just saw like an hour ago. It's called The Scenic Route by Mark Rappaport. It's one of the strangest films I've ever seen. Truly strange. And I was looking at the Wikipedia article and it said that Mark Rappaport, it was like a very inspired by like another German director. So now I want to like look at that guy's work. And I include that clip in there where she's talking about the wedding ring because it it's kind of like something I discovered in therapy recently, which is that that being in a relationship, my last relationship was in a long distance relationship. It was very clear to me that that is exactly what was going on. Like I had this value marker, like, okay, someone out there wants to be with me. And that was enough. I was able to like live freely my existence, even though we were in a long distance relationship. So I was basically master of my time. That moment in this movie, the scenic route resonated with me. So that's why I included it here. And we're about to talk about weddings. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope you had an incredible weekend. To those of you who were distressed by my Friday episode or concerned, I, I was sad because of the song. The song. It's just like when I'm hearing it, especially because I was vulnerable because I was I had just woken up and I was listening to the song and I like felt the song. I'm doing well. I'm doing so good right now. I'm in my goddess era. I'm in the prime of my life. I feel very, very happy and I feel good about where I'm at and my place. And thank God, because today we're about to talk about weddings. I'm just grateful that I'm doing so well. I really am happy. I feel inspired and rejuvenated about the work that I'm doing. The Latinx Theater Festival really just went off without a hitch. My life is good. I'm happy right now and I really want to stay that way. So don't you forget it. But I'm going to two weddings this year. It's been a while since I've been to a wedding. I'm trying to think of the last wedding that I went to. I really can't think of the last wedding that I went to. But I'm going to two this year. I'm going to one in October and one in November. These weddings. So the one in October, I'm going with my friend Alon, who is an old, old friend of mine. We've been friends for years and we are mutual friends in the circle of the couple getting married. And all I know about this wedding is that I'm trying to convince Alon to wear matching suits so that people will talk. You know, let's give them something to talk about, a little mystery to figure out. But I don't know if he's going to go for it. I picked out the gayest suits you could find. I don't think he's going to go for it. But anyway, all I know is that we are Ubering to like Topanga Canyon or somewhere. And then at the end of the night, the party bus will leave us in downtown LA. So that's relatively close to my house. I don't know when we're getting on the party bus. I have to read the FAQ for this wedding but you know it sounds fun it's my friend Liz who's getting married Liz and Marty have been together for god at least I want to say at least seven or eight nine ten years now 
and I'm really happy for them. So Liz and Marty, that's in October. That's October 14th, and I'm going to that wedding. I'm getting wasted on the party bus, apparently. And then the one in November, my friend Joanna and Josh, they're getting married as well. And I'm taking my friend Maggie. Listen to this. This wedding is in Temecula, which is about two hours away with no traffic. Two hours away in Temecula and then you have to stay at this one hotel because the wedding is on a Sunday and if you want to go to the wine tasting on Saturday the like there's like a wine tasting it's wine country it's Temecula then the shuttle will pick you up and drop you off from this hotel so you have to stay at this hotel if you want to get if you're planning to get drunk and then like not have to drive so we're staying at this really nice resort hotel. My goal is to have my pool body by November, which everybody's a pool body. You just jump in the pool and you got a pool body. And then Sunday's the wedding. So I plan to be sufficiently hung over by Sunday for the wedding and then have to drive home from Temecula. <laughs> it's going to be, it's wedding season, people. It's get married, get your wedding clothes. I don't have any idea what I'm going to wear. I have to look at the dress codes for both of them. So as I was thinking about Pulling Wedding Day, the song by Tori Amos, who sings about her wedding day, thinking back to her wedding day. This song is very, David described it as very Ren Fair. <laughs> and I can't disagree. It is a little Ren Fairy, and the instrumentation really lends to that a little bit. But I don't mind that. If you looked at her wedding dress from when she got married, she's kind of Ren Fairy. Like her wedding dress when she got married had like this little cape. It was she was adorable. Everybody remembers her wedding day, right? So wedding day is from 2014. Wedding day, the song is from 2014's Unrepentant Geraldine's, and she says the deafening sound of silence silence the siren between us so there's some sort of alarm happening and this deafening sound of silence is like just living between them and because of this like weirdness or this awkwardness between them she thinks back to the past to their wedding day when we'd hang on to every word that the other would say so right now it seems to be bad times and she's reflecting on good times which is really interesting to me this place that she's in in the unrepentant Geraldine's era because the song before this is wild way I believe it's the song before this where she says it's a love song that begins with I hate you I hate you I do so hates a strong word you know, hates a strong word. And this song just seems to be a deep reverie, deep reverie back to better times, maybe, or back to younger times, even just kind of memory. Nothing has to be bad except for the deafening sound of silence between them. But silence isn't bad. Oh, the silence. Enjoy the silence, you know? She says, wedding day is, I guess, a reflection of a time when things were really magical between this couple. And so making sure that the track was holding an arrangement space for her to look back as well as to be in the present. And in the present, there is a very obvious mistress between them. And the mistress is silence. And she's the siren that is between this couple. So in order to express that, tell the story, and then to burst into what that wedding day was like those years ago that was really part of our fun we had a lot of fun developing that so there was a lot of playing back and forth jumping from the roads the electric keyboards to the mellotron flutes to the busendorfer as well as the electric and the acoustics and then 
the um the certain type of percussion was demanded because we wanted there was a mixture we have certain native american drums certain celtic drums but more of a non-christian type of celebration because it felt as if we wanted to go further than that almost an ancient marriage that wasn't about religion but before that so that was all part of the development so she said that on the spotify commentary in 2014 about this song and good for her i think she did it i think it does what she says and great but I'm interested in this mistress between them, that they're each having an affair with silence. And I feel I've had an affair with silence because you think about the, the song ends. And now I take off the mask that hides all this from your gaze. As you sleep, I pretend you dream of our wedding day. They are each not saying something to each other. They're living in their own heads about something. And so they're each having this like deep affair, this love affair with silence. They would rather flirt with silence and make love to silence than actually talk about what is troubling them, right? Or even just communicate. So that is exciting to me. Like that thought that silence becomes this like gorgeous woman who's between them. Way to go, Tori. And it's a reminder, I think today, Monday, to pay a little bit of attention to your relationship. Pay a little bit more attention to the, to the communication procedures <laughs> between the two of you. Make sure you're communicating. And, and perhaps say something that you wanted to say. You know, spend the evening with your partner rather than your mistress' silence. You know, and I really like that thought. So that's what this is about. But I also found this article that I wanted to read, and it's called 18 Common Wedding Etiquette Questions Answered, because I'm going to these two weddings, as I said to you, and I don't know anything about weddings. I can't, I could only think of, I wrote a list, and I could only think of one wedding I've ever been to. I'm sure there's more. Oh no, Dor Dotson. Dor Dotson had the best wedding in the world. It was a movie-themed wedding. That was fantastic. I also went to my friend Mike's wedding. He's a He's a, he was a playwright, now he's a screenwriter, and his wedding was all, and he married a woman who was a writer as well, and so they all, it was like built, all the decorations, the archway was built out of books, it was at the back of like this Japanese library, it was amazing, that wedding was great too. If you like to read, which I do, so it was great. But because I haven't been to many weddings, I'm going to read these common wedding etiquette questions and maybe I'll answer them. And then they do have answers, but I'll answer them first to see if, if I have good wedding etiquette, you know? Okay, having a wedding is one of the first times you and your partner will play host together, meaning your guests' comfort and enjoyment is a top priority. Thank you, finally someone said it. From deciding who to invite and telling them what to wear to making sure they feel at home, navigating the world of wedding guest etiquette can be a little tricky, which is why we've rounded up some of the biggest questions you might be asking as well as expert approved answers okay number one do we have to invite all of our guests with a plus one yes that's the answer is yes why would you want anybody to be alone at your wedding you get to be the only happy couple in the room gatekeeping Okay, in this situation, it's important to be both specific and strict. Decide where you'll draw the line. For example, only married or engaged couples can bring a date and stick to it no matter what. That's so dumb. Then, when you send out invitations, make sure the addressing is clear. For anyone invited with a guest, be sure to put the guest's name on the invitation too. Ms. Emily Garber and Mr. Samuel Dunn, not Ms. Emily Garber and guest. Also be mindful of guest prefixes. Everyone is not a Mr. or Mrs. The prefix MX pronounced mix is often used for guests who are non-binary it is also fine to refer to guests by their names alone okay first of all my wedding should it ever occur everyone gets a plus one i would hate for people to feel alone and awkward okay 
Can we make some exceptions for our adults-only wedding? Making exceptions can be a recipe for disaster, so it's better to stick to your guns. Have an adults-only celebration rather than deal with the whisperings about why your brother-in-law could bring his kids and your sister couldn't. The only exception, if you're having an adults-only reception but really want to have a flower girl and ring bearer at the ceremony. In this instance, you can send your favorite kiddos down the aisle and even take photos with them during cocktail hour, but should have a babysitter available to watch them for the rest of the evening. This means no little ones on the dance floor. Adults-only at my wedding. Sorry. Number three. Do we have to invite everyone we work with to the wedding? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, not a single person that I work with will be at my wedding, except for Maggie. Another wedding guest list etiquette doozy. Keeping the guest count under control is a challenge and not chatting about your wedding when there are just a few of you in the office. Well, it's hard to stay mum about something so exciting. But after all that wedding talk, it would be rude to only invite your boss and leave the rest of your co-works out of the fun. So basically, stop talking about your wedding. at the uh, Basically, period, but also at work. Okay, number four. We were invited to a friend's wedding. Do we have to reciprocate? Yes, you bitch. There's no hard and fast reciprocation rule. Okay, there should be. Stop being a bitch. But that doesn't mean that you won't ruffle feathers by not returning the favor. If the couple was married in the past few years and you have both the space and the budget to invite them, consider doing so. You know, people are too much with their weddings. This is why. Number five. This is why I'll never get married. Number five. Do we have to invite our single friends with a plus one? Yes, you fucker. My God. This is from brides.com, a magazine I will never purchase. Plus ones might be the most common topic when it comes to wedding guest list etiquette. The good news is, if your friend is single, you're not expected to add and guest to their invitation. But before you send an invite with only one name on the envelope, check in with your friend. If you're not sure about their status, just ask. You never know when the person you thought she'd only dated once or twice might have just moved into her apartment. On the other hand, if they are casually dating and it's nothing serious, you can definitely invite your friend on their own without hurting anyone's feelings. I'm so sorry, no. Both of these weddings I'm going to, I have a plus one. I insisted on it. I demanded it. And that's because I don't want to be there alone. I don't know their friends. I don't know their family. I want somebody to talk to. I want somebody to get drunk with at the wine tasting. You hear me? Number six. What should we do if we need to add guests last minute? Oh, these questions are all about guests. Number seven. Are we obligated to invite wedding party dates to the rehearsal dinner? What are these events? Is there a wedding date? And a rehearsal dinner? You prepare, you have to rehearse how to eat? You don't know how to eat dinner by now? And yet you caught a mate? Oh my God. How can we help our guests save on destination wedding costs? A, don't have one. B, be comfortable with them not coming. Nine, how can we have a black tie wedding that doesn't feel too formal? How about black ties and shorts? Oh, I should just answer the questions. I don't, I don't like the answers that Brides Magazine gave. How can we have a black tie wedding that doesn't feel too formal? Wear black ties and shorts. Black ties with t-shirts or the tuxedo shirt. You know, like that one that has the tuxedo drawing on it. Tuxedo shirts only and shorts or black ties and shorts. Okay. How should we communicate that we don't want gifts? First of all, stop lying. Just tell us where you're registered. I should be a bride advice columnist. Number 11, how can we include friends not in the wedding party at the celebration? What do you mean? How can we include friends not in the wedding party at the celebration? Well, if you didn't put them in your wedding party, they aren't your friend. And I advise those people to stop talking to you immediately. Move on. Get new friends. <laughs> Number 12, we are having a small wedding. Can we invite everyone to the rehearsal dinner? No. Invite them to the wedding and stop being a dick. Number 13, how do we stop guests from taking pictures during the ceremony? Okay, John Witherspoon. Except that you are not in control of everything, okay? People are living their own lives and want to document their own experiences. How do we stop the guests from taking pictures during the ceremony? Go fuck yourself. How about that? I paid, I paid $3,000 for that tour. 
and I'm not allowed to take pictures or videos, yet everybody else around me is supposed to or is allowed to. No one else got in trouble. Oh, sorry. I'm not. No, I'm no longer talking about weddings. Okay, 14. Is it rude if we don't serve meat to our guests? No, it's not rude. It's preferred. Number 15. We don't drink alcohol, but our guests do. How should we handle the bar? Get Have a bar. How about have a bar and let people make free will choices? Or if you really are struggling with alcohol, then don't have a bar. That's it. That is a personal choice. If you are okay, if you just don't drink, but you're fine, you're not like recovering, have a bar. Adults drink, but if you are have if you have a problem with alcohol, I say don't have a bar. Being an advice columnist is easy. Number 16. How do we accommodate all of our guests' dietary restrictions? Well, you send out an email in advance with a bunch of checkboxes and then the last box that says other and then you can you have to be able to write into it. And then you put them all like then you maybe make index cards with all your guests dietary restrictions and then you put them in piles and so then you see you have like 17 people who have no dietary restrictions and then you have 12 people who are gluten free and then you have one person or eight people let's say who are dairy free and then three vegans two vegetarians the vegetarians can be vegan for the day and that'll be fine so can the dairy free people so you combine the vegans vegetarians and dairy free people into one that'll be good then you got the regular meal people and just make sure that the regular meal is gluten free and then the gluten free people can go to the regular meal the vegan vegetarians and dairy freeze can go together there you go how do we accommodate all our guests diet you just got to be creative number 17 we had a falling out with a couple during our engagement can we disinvite them absolutely and do it publicly and tell me why and finally, the last question, is it okay to send thank you notes via email? You know what? No, no, absolutely not. Would you like me to attend your wedding virtually over Zoom? Send me a goddamn thank you note. Wait, if the gift was $25 or less, email. If the gift was anything $25 or over, absolutely write a personalized thank you note. Let's bring class back, okay? I'm so, I'm so sick of this classless life. We need class. We need, we need to bring class back to weddings. Anyway. Okay, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope everything goes smoothly for you. I'll be here tomorrow. I'm just hoping that you have a wonderful week. And I curated this wonderful new Music Monday to perhaps help you out in the boudoir. And then if you do well in the boudoir, then you could possibly get married. You know, someone might propose to you on the spot. I don't know. It's worth a shot. Bye. <laughs>
Machinery, catharsis, tag, transcendence, lapse, trial, high strung, neurotic, blue cross, golden arches, pearly supermarkets, ticket fence, domestic, citizens arrest, Tuesday name, gas station, phantom parking therapist, shell wise, parking garage, micropole, private property, killing point, agenda, arms, body, legs, flesh, skin, bone, sinew, good luck, arms, body, legs, flesh, skin, bone, sinew, good luck, arms, body, legs, flesh, skin, bone, sinew, good luck, arms, body, legs, flesh, skin, bone, sinew, good luck, arms, body, legs,
the talk of the town. It's the talk of the town. Baby, I'm delusional. Baby, baby, baby. It's the talk of the town. It's the talk of the town.
with the newsreader, but she only ever gives me bad news. Every update is doom and gloom, and I know she feels shit about it too. Too bad it's on the auto cue. Why's it gotta be like that, baby? What about the bright side too? Let's come back tomorrow and maybe your spin will change its tune. I'm in love with the new. Reader, but I only see her when she's on the clock. Her voice is ringing in the living room, and she's there more nights than she's not. But only from the waist up. Why's it gotta be like that, baby? What about the bright side too? Let's come back tomorrow and maybe your spin will change.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. <laughs>